0: Welcome to the Oka podcast, created to empower your journey to your highest self. Being here, you'll learn how to slow down, discover yourself on deeper levels, and create a dreamy, expansive life that is completely built on your own terms. Join me, your host, Laura Abate, a heart-centered entrepreneur. And I am so passionate about helping you recover from the hustle culture mindset and instead take care of yourself holistically. So here we'll talk about all things relating to women's wellness, personal growth, modern spirituality, and feminine leadership. Tune in here weekly for actionable advice and inspiring conversations from fellow female leaders who live in their purpose to show you what's possible. Now get ready to feel expanded and stand unapologetically in your own power. Hello, hello. What is up? Laura here talking to you today. We're going to chat about lessons from yoga practice because to me, yoga is so much more than just a sport or some place to go and stretch out every once in a while. To me, yoga is a way of life. It's a way we can move energy. It's how I really process emotions sometimes. It's to just really feel, get into your body, activate your feminine energy as well. And I've been practicing yoga now for about four years. It actually happened because I was... Planning a trip to Bali and I knew that on this retreat there was gonna be yoga. So of course I didn't want to be the only one there who didn't know like anything else besides down dog and shavasana. So I started to go to a yoga studio and since then actually it's pretty funny because I started off going to Bikram yoga and if for anybody who knows that knows that it's very it's like the hardest kind of yoga to get into especially hot Bikram it was pretty intense and I remember just coming out of there like oh my god what on earth did I get myself into but of course as you know time has progressed I've of course learned different yoga practices. Um, I'm very much into yin these days. I feel like it's just like very a lot slower. You hold the poses for longer. I feel like you can really stretch it out. I don't go so much into the power ones. That's not necessarily for me unless I feel, unless i feel Feeling like I want to get a good workout in that day, but I do have a regular pass to go to a yoga studio, which I love. These are my sacred times. It's like my Monday night, eight o'clock. You'll find me at a yoga class doing a yin yang, and at the end, the teacher always has sound bowls, so we get to do about 10 15 minutes of sound bathing while we um, are in shavasana and integrating all the benefits of the practice. And It's just heavenly, honestly. So probably if you haven't started already yoga after today's episode, you're going to want to join a a gym or a a studio. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) So what we're going to take a look at today are five lessons that I've kind of just gathered over the last couple of years that I hear a lot of the yoga teachers saying repeatedly. And I feel like these are things that can be applied not only in the yoga practice, While you're doing your stretching, but also it can be applied in your life to upgrade your mindset and also in your business. If ever this is something that applies to you, then it really does come and make a difference. Lesson number one is how it feels is more important than how it looks. I feel like we can apply this to so many aspects in our lives, but just to kind of give you an example of, uh, in the studio. So (laughs) ever you've tried to get into, let's say crow's pose, and it's just really not looking elegant, especially in a studio that has floor to ceiling mirrors. It isn't always super flattering to be crouched over while trying to balance your body weight on your hands. But once you're in that position and you have your core strong and your upper back is stretched, don't you just feel so amazing, right? So if we compare how it looks versus how it feels, which is empowering, you feel strong, you feel like you are balanced, then that's really what matters. And um, most likely you're going to fall flat on your face in the next couple of seconds, because honestly, crow's pose isn't for beginners. But the point is that it feels good on the inside, even if it doesn't look good to everyone else on the outside. And what I want you to know is like keep that in mind when you're building your life, creating your business, make sure that you're in alignment with what feels good to you and not by society's definition of success. And we had kind of talked about this in episode number two, and we were redefining success and like releasing hustle culture mentality. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, it's a really great episode. You'll find it episode number two. And it's like, do you really want to be working a hundred hours a week to achieve those six figure months, for example? Because on the outside, the success is going to look good. The fact that you have, you know, whatever, the big car, the big bank account, the fancy clothes, and things like that. But are you actually killing yourself inside? And it doesn't feel good to you to work all those hours? Or do you want to? really lean into this lesson and see what feels good to you is there a more balanced way that you can create your success maybe that's by delegating tasks or maybe, you know, just taking more time for rest. I feel like a lot of the times we don't see rest as being productive, but once you get into the habit of resting and putting yourself first, you'll realize that that was honestly the missing key all along because when we're well rested, we have better ideas, creative juices flow better. And so it is just uh, a lot A lot to consider especially in uh, a moving moving through transition or if you're in a period a phase in your life where you are growing and shifting or awakening and uh, so that's just one lesson to keep in mind lesson number two now keep your eyes on your own mat And in other words, stay in your own lane, right? Everyone's journey is different. So a lot of times in yoga, they'll tell you to really focus on your mat, whatever has happened before the class or whatever you are anticipating after the class, whatever is going on in the class, in the, the people beside you it does not matter some people may be more advanced than you some people may be worse off than you and The important thing is to just keep your eyes on your own mat, stay in your own lane. You don't know what someone else has been through. If they've been practicing yoga or dance since they were three years old, of course, they're going to be more flexible. Same thing as someone who has a lot more experience in building a business that you want, right? We cannot compare our chapter one with someone else's chapter 100. So keep that in mind. So you're not constantly comparing and like inversely, somebody next to you, you may, they may just be having a really bad day. They may have had some sort of knee surgery or injury, and that's why they are unable to bend and touch their toes. And so you really cannot judge. You really can't, um, make assumptions. And honestly, it's just, if you can keep your eyes on your own mat, stay in your own lane, then you're just going to be so much better off. And essentially what I'm trying to say is that whatever's going on in the mat next to you is none of your concern. Everyone's journey is different and that is really the beauty of carving your own path. So whatever works for one person won't always work for you and is really just a key reminder, especially when... We are in this ever-connected universe and social media can come in and sometimes mess up with your confidence because comparisonitis can creep in super fast, especially if you're not intentional with who you're following online, the type of content that you're consuming. So I think just to remedy a little bit about that, go ahead and give yourself permission to unfollow any accounts that make you feel jealous, unworthy, or that you need to be hustling all of the time and as well as give yourself permission to take social media detoxes whenever you feel the need to unplug from the online world. And honestly, it just does wonders. Really staying in your own lane is I think the best advice that anybody can get because we are here to yes and get inspired from each other, but no one's life path is going to be the same. And that is really the beauty of it all. Lesson number three, I think this one is one of my favorites and we hear it so often at the beginning of a yoga class, is that at any moment you may take a break in child's pose. And basically that translates into listen to your body and take breaks when you're tired or when needed. So I feel like I have been just saying this since the beginning of Oku and the beginning of everything that I've been Working towards in order to help women is to really take breaks. You do not need permission before taking a break. Okay. And honestly, a lot of the times I see people will only allow themselves a break on the weekends. Or worse, when they are fully burnt out and they can't even function anymore. Um, Sometimes they don't even allow themselves on weekends to take breaks. They have side hustles or other jobs or anything like that. And it's honestly like I just want to tell you, in case you needed to hear it again, you are allowed to rest. So that can look like an extra long lunch break or taking a nap in the middle of a Tuesday afternoon, right? Like. You are here to really make your life better. You are a human first and foremost and I feel like this is a lot of, this is mostly a message I would say for anyone who is an entrepreneur or starting their business. You are not any less of an entrepreneur for needing to press pause and you will get to your goals. We have time. There is plenty of time. You need to enjoy the process, enjoy the journey and not kill yourself to get to wherever it is that you want to go and uh, live that dream life, live that dream vision. And I think that we need to listen to ourselves a lot more take breaks when we're tired and, um, and really fully rest, press pause. I think this is one of the biggest self-care tips that I, I can, I can share with you on this episode today. Lesson number four now. So another thing that we hear very often, and you will agree with me, if you do take, uh, yoga classes in a studio or online And they often say that Shavasana is the most important pose and this is where you really integrate the benefits of your practice. And just so we're all on the same page, Shavasana is usually the last pose of a practice. It's one where you lie down and you just rest, close your eyes and um, this is also known as corpse pose so really it's important not to move here try not to have too many racing thoughts either and this is really the lesson that I'm trying to extract here is that prioritizing rest is important in order to allow all the good stuff to sink in it's a non-negotiable pose really when it comes to a yoga class and it always at the end in order for you to lay back and rest and relax for a few minutes as the class wraps up. And almost every yoga instructor will tell you it's the most important one because it allows your body to soak in all the benefits from your practice. And a lot of people of course think it's the best pose. You know, there are so many T shirts out there that say, um, I'm just here for the Shavasana, that kind of thing. And uh, really, I want you to bring this sort of mentality when it comes to your life, to your business. Like I said, you know, plan for moments of rest in between your launches or in between starting a new project. Um, Especially, you know, plan for breaks in between your meetings and your tasks. Give yourself Grace, you know, We, we often feel like we need to continually chase after goals, one after the other. And this is really what's leading to burnout and lack of fulfillment because you're not taking the time to truly bask in your achievements, to truly rest and break up those moments of hustle and masculine energy. And of course, you know, aligned action. I'm not saying that all action is bad, I'm just saying that a lot of times we are spinning our wheels unnecessarily and aren't taking the time to fully press pause moment to moment in order to soak in all the benefits of the hard work that we have been putting in there right we need to harvest the crops we need to also um, take the time for things to to flourish sometimes like the day that you plant the seed for example is not the day that you will, harvest the fruits. That's a really lovely quote that I, I love to remember because we need to take more patience and patience comes with practice and rest. And once we allow ourselves to rest more, I feel like we won't feel so guilty for taking time to rest. It just kind of becomes a part of the routine. Much like we don't feel guilty for taking time to shower or to brush our teeth. Those are part of our habits and our hygiene. And so it's important to think that, you know, resting just kind of becomes a part of life. And it's it doesn't feel like we're so guilty every single time then once it becomes a part of the process. So that's just a really great reminder to Um, to keep in mind for whenever you are planning out your month or your week or whatever your uh, planning looks like for you. And lesson number five is that flexibility comes with consistency and practice. And so I feel like this is such an important lesson as well, which can be translated into just really like keep going. Challenges will help you to pivot and to be flexible. So you will be able to bend and not break, right? You can expect to go into your first yoga session and bend like a pretzel, obviously. And it's the same thing when it comes to creating a life that you love or a business that you you desire. The flexibility will come with consistency and practice and that every day that you are showing up with the intention of working towards your dream life, then you are on the right path. If it is lighting you up, okay, it may take an entire decade before you make your first million dollars or before you're ever featured in Forbes, if that's something that you are looking to achieve as a pinnacle of success. But you can't expect to feel bad about yourself each step of the way to getting to those goals. It's like I said, it's about embracing the journey and embracing your own pace as well. And so it's going to be normal that, you know, you're not going to be able to necessarily touch your toes the first time you go to a class, but every single day that you are putting in the work that you will end up being flexible and you will get to that place that you want to be that level of touching your toes daily consistent action will add up and compound over time. So that's another great way of just kind of telling yourself that you don't have to have it all figured out today and you don't have to spend hours and do late nights and miss out on sleep because you are not getting to where you want to be. Just putting in those actions day by day, small baby steps you will get to where you want to be, and eventually you can step into warrior pose with confidence and take on the inevitable trials of life and entrepreneurship. If that is your journey, so much like anything in life, you know yoga takes time to integrate into your routine, just like these lessons. Um, so be patient with yourself, and you'll soon start to see the benefits on your mental physical and spiritual well-being and i promise you it is only going to get easier every single time that you show up with intention of becoming your highest self and taking those daily action steps in order to get there so those were five lessons to apply in your life or in your business from yoga practice because yoga to me honestly is more than just sport to stay fit somewhere to stretch it out every once in a while Um, with a true practice in place I feel like so many beautiful lessons can translate off the mat and into our lives whether you're a full-time yogi or just part-time dabbling in the sport, these lessons can really be applied to upgrade your mindset today. And I hope that you do. I hope that these were helpful for you. And if you did find one of them super beneficial, I would love for you to either share it on your social media or send me a direct message. I'd love to continue this conversation. Let me know if you're also a yogi and any lessons that maybe you wanted to add to this list. I'd love to hear from you. And I really appreciate any feedback from these episodes because I love to bring this content to you. And actually this was a blog post that I had originally posted on to my website okakoon.com and I loved it so much I felt that I wanted to make it into a podcast episode because sometimes people prefer to listen to content rather than read the content so I thought that it was a really good one and Um, So I'll leave the link for you in the show notes if you'd like to check that out. I even made it into some graphics that you can share onto social media. Um, I created them with a little brush and procreate and made them super cute. So they would uh, be able to, you know, super aesthetic. So you can share them as well onto your uh, Instagram and feel free to do so tag me at oak.cocoon and like I said I'd love to hear from you. So with that being said I will wish you a wonderful day and we'll be chatting next week. Thank you for listening and for being here. If you like what you heard it would mean so much for you to share this episode with a friend or take a screenshot and share to your socials. Then go ahead and tag us at oak.cocoon so we can keep this amazing conversation going. It has been such a pleasure to have you here. And until next time, take care.